wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Let me tell you We are broadcasting from the WAD Wisdom After Dark I am sick and tired of waking up every Saturday morning At like 9am, 10am To record because of this time difference I'm sick of recording at like 9 o'clock <laughs> at night, you know, when I got to get up at 5. Well, uh, proud to say that Trevor is now back in Canada. Oh, Canada! Yeah, right. No, yeah, no. so we can actually record at night now, and it's going to be funny. Because really, who's in the mood for humor first thing in the morning? Do you go to like a comedy club at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday? And I went to a strip club in the morning once. It was really depressing. <laughs> we ate free popcorn. Uh, I didn't even know that kind oh. of thing would kind of be open in the mornings. Not eggs. Oh. <laughs> oh, eggs and strippers. No, eggs and legs. Come on. Oh! <laughs> never? <laughs> I've never heard of that. I don't know if eggs and strippers would be a good idea. Sometimes, you know, you get a good sunny side pair of eggs. That might look better than what you're seeing up at the Chestal region at 10 in the morning. Strippers in Winnipeg. So this is a Winnipeg thing. Uh um, yeah, I was hanging out with some really sketchy people through a friend of ours that hangs out with some really sketchy people. And I got dragged into a very sketchy morning. After a sketchy night? Or is that I think it involved like a Korean rave in our living room. Oh. And mattresses being moved around or something. Uh, I know who you were talking about here. <laughs> you had me at Korean rave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I can say I've ever done something that cool or crazy. But so let's, <laughs> what? So let's You're try. listening to too much AM talk radio from Boston. Carter. I don't listen to any AM radio. Okay, let's go. Okay. So uh, I'd like to tie things in because that's what I do. So Canada Day and crazy things I've done. Let's bring it back. Let's bring Carter's log out of hiding. All right. Yeah. Hit, hit us with some log. For the hit one time, for people log. who do not know... When we might actually need it. Can we summarize the log? Carter well, has Carter been, has a weird compulsion. Yeah, Carter. Yeah, for the past dozen years. This one, this July goes back to twenty. I mean, two thousand. The year two thousand. So we've got thirteen documents. Thirteen documents of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every night, every night, Carter sits down and says, "What did I do today?" Just like Doogie Howser. <laughs> very much so mm-hmm. so it's coming handy like i uh last weekend jotted i've been like you know what i gotta jot down every single concert i've ever been to because you have to do that because yeah. that wasn't a waste of two hours of your life that. that you could have spent cleaning the dog crap out of your yard carter <laughs> no i need to write down every concert i've been to yeah including opening bands and stuff so the numbers at like 241 <laughs> counting trevor three or four times so it's pretty sweet yes those are some of the best concerts so here we thought canada day let's see what i've been up to for canada day the last couple years and let's see if we can make this canada day even better now if you haven't heard carter's log he writes down even the most ridiculously pointless details like had chicken it was slightly overcooked added salt it tasted better (laughs) it's literally everything let's i can't wait to hear this carter it's been so long the year 2000 is a little bit uh, not as Canada detailed. Day 2000. Were you graduated yet? No, not even close. I was in, uh, not even. I just finished grade nine. Oh, this should be good. <laughs> this is not going to involve girls. No. 
Uh, so Country Fest, of course, as some of the early ones will be. Canada Day weekend, of course. Mm. So Carter's going up to Country Fest with his old man, Cecil <laughs> Paul Bryant. Oh, then, he's a good entertainer. Yeah, and then, I've seen him three times according to my log. So um, then the headliner <laughs> comes up. None other than Billy Ray Cyrus. In what year? 2000? 2000. He was still a thing then? Still a thing. Unfortunately, though, as we've gone over this uh, on the show, going to concerts with Dad, let's beat the traffic. We you did not out. see Achy Breaky Heart. We walked out on Achy Breaky Heart. Your dad's a terrible person. I, I used to like it, but he ruined you. <laughs> I know. We So... Uh, like 12 years ago, we missed out on Life is a Highway, and that's what started all this on the podcast. But this week, we were at the Blue Bombers opening new stadium game, and Tom Cochran played the halftime show, and me and my old man finally got to see that. Yeah, I'm surprised your dad wasn't like, hey, let's. I'm surprised your dad wasn't like, hey, Carter, we got to go right now. We got to leave at half. But, Dad, (laughs) Dad, 13 years, Life is a Highway. He's like, we're hitting the highway, son. Anyways, next Your dad's not a terrible person for your mom who's listening. I take that back. I'm so maybe sorry. He's just wait- yeah. Maybe he's just waiting for you to stand up to him already. So yeah. like, how far can <laughs> I push this? <laughs> stand up, yeah. Next time I will. Because that just sounds, this just sounds like some great cool. life lessons to teach a kid, but. One day yeah, maybe th- he's trying to teach you lessons to stand up for yourself. One day you'll thank me, son. You shouldn't f- be watching this achy, breaky heart. How far can he push it? Yeah. Very far, apparently, <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> well, next year, Country Fest again. A little duo called Stompin' Tom Connors and Ann Murray. Good show. Oh, they didn't spend a lot of money on that one. No, some Canadian talent. They saved money that year after getting Bill Ray. <laughs> Bill Ray. But let's see if they save money in order to get an amazing lineup the year after. Well, the year after. Oh, Carter's, wait, Carter's doing the thing where he skips a lot. No, no. I, Brent, these are old ones. That's We're all you have written detailed. down? That's all I have written okay. down. We're going to get a little more detailed. So uh, July 1st, 2002. Not Country Fest. It was the day after. Do you want to know who was at Country Fest or no? No. Yep. Okay. Yes. That's fine. Okay, so I have Rascal Flats. In brackets, pre-melt their big album, but played a few songs from it. <laughs> okay. Neil McCoy. Tar- Back again, Neil McCoy. <laughs> Ivan Brackets was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but he yeah. wasn't awesome the first time. <laughs> that was the first time for me, so it was all good. Yeah. Anyway, so the actual Canada Day. I went golfing, shot a 48. That's not bad for me. That's club champ. I just shot a 65 with Brent like two weeks ago, so I'd take that How could you be friends with Carter after taking that long to golf? Just (sighs) a few hacks here and there. Anyway, so then I did some jump soles. Do you guys remember jump soles at all? Is this some sort of increasing your vertical? It is exactly increasing Carter, your vertical. you're not much of a jumper. I know, but I was able to, after a lengthy training program, throw one down at the Barker School outdoor court. So. I think it was me? more of a coordination thing with you. It was. It absolutely was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and I lifted weights at home because Bose's was closed. So let's get to the year it's 2000. good to have options, home gym, Carter. Yeah, home gym. Jump soles and lifting weights. Yeah. When did that stop? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> so 2003, I was on a little trip out to uh, Calgary. So the next day, my friends obviously woke up pretty late. But when they did wake up, we packed up camp and drove to Calgary. 
We called up a former teacher of ours, and he said he'd meet us at the mall after he was done at the gym, and we all went to a Calgary Stampeders versus Ottawa Renegades game at 6 p.m. We tried to go to a sports bar for supper, but alas, I was <laughs> only 17. <laughs> it was Canada Day, and we took our teacher friend out for supper at Tony Roma's instead. I On think there needs to be some elaboration on this, perhaps. <laughs> On the but way back, we stopped off to watch fireworks. <laughs> what, what kind of elaboration? I thought that was pretty detailed. Teacher Fred. Yeah. Hmm. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Year 2004. <laughs> uh, Canada Day, 2004. Once again, this was before Country Fest. Help Jeff and his dad put the boat launch in. That went oh, that's, that's always fun. Yep. Boating with Mitch, Jeff, Carly, and Davis. Went to the fair with Janelle, Darcy, and Tyson. Watched the Dead Flowers win country band contest. Oh! Then went up to Country Fest and watched the Dead Flowers win again. Whoa, that's double win. Yeah. Represent. Yep. 2004? Yeah, that was 2004. God. Then, July 5, we stepped it up a bit. We weren't just going to Country Fest. We were going... VIP to Country Fest like you guys did last year without the free drinks from the Farm Supplies Company. <laughs> but anyways, that year was Derek Rutan, Jason McCoy, and Paul Brandt. That's weak. Yeah, and Paul Brandt's, uh, the sound system went out or his band didn't show up, so it was just all acoustic. Wow, that's ballsy. Yeah, it actually wasn't bad. I'll he give him a good job. No, mad respect. Yeah. Mad respect. The Way to go, Paul Brandt. Yeah, so here we are in 2006, golfing with my mom, my brother, and Jeff. 62. Ugh. I had a barbecue. And then uh, Country Fest, Joe Nichols, Montgomery Gentry, and Loverboy. Another week here. It's a Canada yeah, Terrible. With the Canada talent. So that's all so, your report on Country Fest is the bounds and none of the light? None of the nightlife? Well... There's not much nightlife. Where are the skanky girls? <laughs> it's with my wife oh. and her parents and the in-laws. There's oh. no sk- skanky Cars, girls those were the next prime day. time, dirty skank years. <laughs> I'm sorry, July 2nd is the skanky night, so maybe oh. we'll get to that tomorrow. Oh, okay, you're saving all your filth. <laughs> yeah. Your debauchery. Uh, 2007, cut the grass with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> That's takes, my favorite one so far. Because we, uh, when my grandpa moved into a condo, we got his <laughs> old uh, lawnmower. So he took the front, I took the back. Then I played a little Age of Empires 2 real-time strategy <laughs> game on the computer. Read, t- read Tony Hawk's autobiography. <laughs> then my buddy Willie came over to play some N64 in the year 2007. And uh, then we went up to Country Fest and watched Johnny Reed, Carolyn Don Johnson, Paul Paul Brandt again? again 28 <laughs> times. This one, he was with his full band, though. And the best part was that there was an old lady fight in the crowd. So. They were throwing panties, and their panties got tangled. No, it was, uh, I think, Josh Hawkridge fighting an old lady. <laughs> oh, I thought it was two old ladies fighting, Josh. No, uh, yeah. So, uh, 2008. This was... Uh, no, Country Fest was after, yeah. So this is after Country Fest. So I went back to Winnipeg with Janelle and my cat. We got <coughs> peas and fruit at uh, Crampton's 
No, at some place <laughs> on, on the perimeter. Then I played Skate for PS3 and Metal Gear Solid 4. So you went to like one of the greenhouses and bought peas and fruit? Yeah. Fruit plants and no. pea plants? Yeah. Okay, so here we are in 2009. Did your I peas wor- make it? Oh, I had to work on Canada Day? What gives me? Yeah, this so is probably Chicken Barn Day. No, chi- this is chicken bar- Plant Science Days. The so dark I, era. I rototilled and went to Glen Lee. Then I went out for lunch with my mom. She picked me up. Uh, then I loaded portable hard drive for dad's PlayStation 3. <laughs> Your dad's cooler than you. <laughs> then mom and dad dropped off gondola pizza. Then I watched 30 Rock for Janelle. With Janelle. Oh, that's nice that they, you loaded up the hard drive and they gave you pizza. And then we packed for Dauphin. Get ready for Country Fest. Get ready to see Paul Brandt and Neil McCoy. Uh, no, that was Charlie Major and Neil McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How did you know? It's always one or the other. It hasn't been a country fest where Paul Brats or Neil McCoy has played. And Charlie Major, yeah. Okay, so next one is Janelle's cousins came over to see her brand new puppy. Then my brother came over. Then Trevor called. Thanks, Trevor. Then I called, called you once, see? Yeah, then I called Jeff. Then I then called <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you just write down who you <laughs> called. Then we took... <laughs> Janelle's cousins I called my friend We took the puppy to Janelle's cousins Then I cleaned the garage, barbecued steaks Then I cut the grass late at night And then I played guitar Did the neighbors get mad? No, they did not So do you honestly, can you tell me You don't say what the calls are about? No You're not editing at all? Okay No Can you remember? No, that was was four years ago I can't say again (laughs) Okay, so here we are, wrapping up. 2011, I read a comic book called Brightest Day, issue 10, 11, 12. <laughs> then I watched the Blue Bombers beat Hamilton, and then I watched The Secret Garden with Janelle. Then here we are, 2012, last year. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you weren't to Country okay. Fest? No, I did not go to Country Fest this year. I read it. Instead, I was, you know, I had important things to do. And let's just stop it at that. Let's hear it. I registered all of my Nintendo games for Club Nintendo. <laughs> oh my god! You, you get have free no stuff, life. you know. You get like three hundred points for new games and stuff. You so registered took, all of your games. Yeah, it was kind of like a three-day period, but I did a lot that day. Think of it, like all my GameCube games and DS and 3DS and Wii games. Oh god! Then I took our foster puppy to the vet. Then I rearranged the basement while listening to a podcast called Comic Geek Speak. <laughs> then I wrote NHL Free Agent Frenzy. I don't know, free Agent Period would be a proper name. No, you probably watched a showcase called Free Agent <laughs> Frenzy. <laughs> then I uh, watched The Soup with Janelle and ate Santa Lucia pizza. And then I went to St. Patel to see <laughs> Ted with Janelle and her friend. And let's hope tomorrow is better. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Was that on What's here? on the schedule for tomorrow? Tomorrow for Canada Day, I am going to a farmer's market with some friends. <laughs> and a lot of dogs? No, no dogs. Okay. My friends and... My dog. My people. dog friends. I'm trying to meet some skanks. <laughs> Trevor, Canada Day, you have any memories? I got none. Um, Probably we do. We probably do. Just waking up in a tent feeling bad. Yeah. That sounds shame. Right. No, not shame in a tent, just sad. 
Just clammy <laughs> genital regions. Yeah. It's seven. It's maybe seven in the morning, and it's really hot. And you're in a but tent. The, but the ground's cold, and the air's hot. God, I hate tents. They shouldn't even exist. Mm-hmm. You have any kind of the memories, Brent? Same thing, tents. That's it. <laughs> Probably different ones, maybe not. Do you have any good uh, Canada ceremonies you went to when you were back uh, a serviceman? No. Did you get to fire any guns or anything on Canada Day? <laughs> yeah, 21 gun salute to the nation. Mm. Did you ever get to do a 21 gun salute? That seems like one of the best parts of being in the Army. Do you get to shoot guns for yeah. fun? If you no. just want to take a gun one day and just go shoot, can you? Well, first of all, this was reserves, right? So... Well, you were active for some time, weren't you? Yeah, but wasn't really all the way yet. Okay. It was working on it. Just the tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'd say, let's see, all that f- fun-looking <laughs> stuff, like Remembrance Day. So I think, remember going to some sort of ceremony where you get to do Honor Guard or something like that. It basically was standing very still in, like, super hot clothes. For an hour while people give speeches and mosquitoes bite your face. So like your wedding when I was in the background photobombing you. you. (laughs) Yeah. That's my, that's my biggest memory of that part of things. And just trying not to pass out or drop everything. But you can't just get a gun in army. Then having to do fancy dance moves while your legs are asleep. (laughs) Fancy dance moves. I didn't know you knew fancy dance moves. Well, you know, footwork. Okay. Footwork, all that stuff that just sort of breezed over. Like high I stepping? Pi- like, no. no. Turning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pivoting. Saluting. Oh, pivoting. Stamping. Some good stamps. Mm-hmm. Do you have a gun over your shoulder, at least, for those stamps? Sometimes you have to have it in front of you. That's oh. tricky. Oh. Now, or you have to toss it. Of- or you have to take it from the, gr- from the ground to the air. Like it's by your feet, and you have to flick it up with just one hand and catch, catch it, it with that same hand. Is it loaded? Yeah. yeah. Is Are it these, actually loaded? Mm, Holy sh! That'd be scary. I guess not. Are the sure. mus- Are they? Are they like assault rifles? Maybe or some old-fashioned muskets mm. with a knife on. A some people would have had. They're probably a bayonet on them, but most likely assault. Most likely just okay. C sevens. Just a C7. Just the regular. Mm-hmm. Now, no. could you ever just get a gun and go shooting at the range? It seems like an army that you just all sleep in beds and there's a range. And sometimes you get to go take guns and just shoot each no. other. Yeah. There's a couple Never. times a year. There's a couple times a year where it was like time to go to the range. Did that you get to throw a grenade? To- couple times yeah that's just terrible because it's just stress like yeah grenades nope no fun not happening yeah. didn't you have a traumatizing cool. experience with a grenade once yeah he got flashbanged didn't you mm, i don't think so oh come on we we're playing like resident evil like brand have you ever been flashbanged and you're like oh yeah <laughs> i was probably just lying to you oh is it really like that uncle brent mm-hmm. brent I don't know, just the terrible thing about army is that 
Well, for me, I, I can do things if you're just doing them, right? But practicing or standing still and having to think through something is impossible. So a grenade, when you have to do things in like 20 steps, like hold it a certain way, pull oh, the yeah, pin, yeah. check it while it's still in your hand to make sure the pin's out and you're hold, throwing the right part away and not throwing away the pin and dropping the grenade. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. that sounds like it's just yeah. you make oh, more yeah. mistakes that way. Well, yeah. really, it's a simple procedure, yeah. right? But, but yeah, yeah, you, you just get throw it and detonate it on your iPhone or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It'd just be easier. Just make Wi-Fi grenades. Yeah. And I think that's the guy watching his job is if you do it backwards, they have like a certain amount of steps to take. It's like grab you, throw you, and throw over a cement wall. So and that would take be the, the hit? No, they go with you. Oh. But they got to drag you out too. And like, it honestly turns people, like I think if Carter was an army, you would not be able to walk. If you were being put under pressure to walk the army way. You it just would be freeze. tough for you. Mm-hmm. You try and overthink it. People with brains, it gets really tough. Yeah, I think it's it's tough to have a brain in army, unless you're higher up in army. Mm-hmm. But it's just best to roll with the punches. Just go, just go for it. Don't ask questions. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was insightful. You've never talked about army. Bus stop, people. That's people at the bus. Bus depot. Holy. I can't talk about that on the air, Carter. Really? Why? Let, let's just say there was some... There was one man who needed to go smoke for a second who was clearly getting high. Okay. we're so you're First of all, let's pretend if your son was coming home from Ford Country after a year. Would you make him take the Greyhound? Well, how else would he get home? I don't know. Pick me up. I was heartbroken. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a bunch of drunk people, a bunch of old ladies who kept getting up, walking down the aisle and asking the driver questions like, when are we stopping? Over and over and over. There was one lady that would get up every chance she could. But this was a no-stop bus, you you told me. Yeah, but she's asking. Didn't this did not the no stops did not stop the lady from getting up and asking if we were stopping about a hundred times. Oh, no. Oh, she was so annoying. I hated this old woman. I still hate this old woman. And then there was dirty couple making out at the front of the bus. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, what else happened? Well, I, I wasn't on the bus, but I dropped you off. So I just saw people in line. And the, there was about four people in front of you. And first guy has a bandage over his uh, <laughs> pinky and ring fingers. So obviously he got into like a knife fight the night before and is, is missing a little of the... The nail, let's say. <laughs> so I want to know about couple making out on bus. Like 20s, teens? 17, 16. Ugh. Like young couple. Not much making out, but a little bit more than you need on a bus. Let's just say I sat up at the front. Right behind. But I they guess. sat a little more up to the front. And it was gross. Neither of them had seen a comb. <laughs> it was especially apparent in the girl's hair. A lot of knots, a lot of tangles. Then a couple blatantly drunk people. 
when I walked through the little gate, I thought I walked by the dri- the bus driver and I thought he was wasted. And then I looked and it was just a guy that was like three steps behind me that was so drunk that you could smell the booze off of him. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, yeah, the, the next guy, like, I forget exactly what he did, but he was causing trouble. He wanted to go for a smoke and they're like, no, you got to go to security. That was the guy that wanted to go get high again. Didn't he have like a flyer's? The guy that smelled like pot and the security guy, Winnipeg Jets. You need a big heart, man, to cheer for them, man. Why was he? So- oh, because that guy was <laughs> holding a, uh, a a jet. No, he just started talking to me about the Jets. I was oh. like, I don't, I don't care about the Jets. <laughs> what are you doing? And he just start, would not stop joking about the Jets. And I was like, <laughs> well, Why yeah, are right. you, why are you doing this to me? The guy who had to get high all the time, he was he had my exact <laughs> same luggage, this Winnipeg Jets luggage. So oh. good company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe maybe he put that guy through. But yeah, how did he get drugs by? That security guy was very thorough, you know? Oh, I think he wanted I probably just kept him on his per- yeah, very thorough. Very Yeah, thorough. they had a wand and they were waving it down. One guy gets decapitated and all of a sudden we gotta pretend we're serious. Yeah, they almost had like body scanners. There's no stuff. rules on the bus. And mm-hmm. the guy behind you had a car- haircut that basically if I was dropping my kid off to take the bus back to Dauphin, I would not let him get on that bus because this guy was super pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy and- last of all was the worst because he, he looked like a normal guy. Then you start looking down and he's got his shirt tucked in to like dad jeans. It's like, nope. Not happening. Not there. And then bus. you go up to the booth to get your ticket. And there's two major concerns. First of all, the people behind the counter have no authority in the rest of their lives. Therefore, they're going to run you through every rule and regulation of taking the bus before you get your ticket. (laughs) It's like, I'm pretty sure the bus works like, get on the crappy bus, hold your breath, (laughs) wait till it's your stop and get off the crappy bus. Don't try to get any saliva from the car. Don't. Yeah, just, just... Lay low. That's the only rule of riding the bus. <laughs> just don't, lay, lay don't low. Use the bathroom, no matter how. Never. Bad just go, go in your pants if you have to. Just, just lay low. And then you get people who are hagglers. You, there's one guy with a bus ticket that clearly he robbed from somebody. He's like, "Yeah, man, I um, I bought this uh, ticket, but I can't go now. Something came up, so I was just wondering if I could get some money for this ticket." And the guy's like. <laughs> No. It's like, can you read this? No refunds. And like bold print on the ticket, which is a fair question because the guy probably couldn't read it. And then they're like, yeah, well, you know, I just want some money. He's like, do you have any ID, sir? He's like, oh, um, yeah, I don't have any on me there. It's like, it's probably like a girl's name on the ticket. He just wants some money. And then the other guy's like, yeah, I need to, I need to take this bus tonight, please. And they're like, uh, it's full. They're like, well, you know. That I've was been, the pedophile guy. I've been taking this bus for... Um, 28 years this time of the year you know and she's like oh yeah well you could take it tomorrow (laughs) he's like tomorrow hey uh you know uh are you guys cutting corners now (laughs) she's like well you could come tomorrow do you want to book a ticket right now he's like oh yeah book it now she's like well if you book it now you won't have this problem tomorrow he's like hmm uh, I don't know. You know, you don't think I'd get on? And he's like, no, but you could book a ticket tomorrow and you'll be guaranteed a seat. It's like, you know, I've been taking this for a long time. That was my favorite guy because really, like, who doesn't pre-buy your ticket? You know, you've got a trip planned out and like... Ugh. Maybe, well, 
I bought mine on my phone before I got there. Yes. Yeah. I was probably the first person Greyhound has ever sold a ticket <laughs> via a web-enabled device <laughs> ever. I wouldn't be surprised, but here is my favorite part of uh, the, the entire experience, because Trevor's like, go guard my bags. And that's a serious request at a bus depot. <laughs> everyone's there to rob bags and try to get tickets refunded. So I was trying to pay attention to what was happening at the counter and trying to pay attention to Trevor's bags. And so Trevor was at with one service counter. And then about four people went through, like pedophile guy who was arguing, guy with the stolen ticket who was arguing, high guy, guy with missing fingers. And they all like got put through. So I was like, Trevor's obviously, his intelligence is like, a degree of magnitude higher than all these people put together. Yet he seems to be the one having problems. Because I showed him my e-ticket and the guy was just like, <laughs> and then he's printing all these labels. He's probably blew their budget on ink. And the then Trevor yells over to me, Carter, take off all my flight tags <laughs> on my luggage. And, I'm, and I never, I don't know what the answer is. And he, he's about to share it. But I thought it was because like, he didn't want somebody in the bus to see that he was just in Kuwait or something, oh. thinking he's a terrorist or something, you know? how you're, If you go to Israel, you have to have a secret passport, so when you go to the other uh, Islamic countries, they, they don't freak out. I think so Canada's, I think Canada's pretty liberal with it. No, it's just because I didn't want to have double tags. Oh, that's it. You never want double tags. <laughs> yeah, those bags yeah. might end up with... Uh, but the, the drivers are always upstanding dudes. Yeah. I always like the drivers. They got to deal with a lot of crap, man. And they just keep a straight face. And I I would love to see one of them just tase somebody hard. <laughs> Do they have tasers now? I think they got to be armed at this point of the game. Yeah. I wouldn't go in there without... There was a hammer on the floor by the driver. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. Like, a ball-peen hammer on the floor. So that's pretty awesome. They would have some very good stories. And they're surrounded by, like, cages. Like plexiglass cage for the bus oh, driver wow. yeah it's cool. it's and all i could think about is if the bus got in a accident how that cage would break off and decapitate me it's <laughs> all i thought about the whole ride home like please don't get in an accident please uh, it take the couple in front of you out first yeah well then they were on the right i was on the oh. left so you're just sneaking peeks over across the yeah island. i was getting one out yeah. there so you never considered train <laughs> No, I did not. I didn't have four weeks to get home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe I night. will consider trade. Yeah. Another question. Is Bus Depot, so this might be off, but were you at the airport or actual or downtown? Bus, yeah, Bus Depot like, of the Legends with the Salisbury House is closed now. Yeah, yeah Trevor's so you're like, at the, airp- me the bus depot. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know I was going to the airport. I thought I was going downtown. <laughs> there are some people yeah. in this line that have never seen an airport in their life. Yeah. <laughs> it's because, like, I'm yeah, going to the fancy yeah. airport. Yeah. I didn't realize what this had happened either and was at the bar at the airport. And all of a sudden it was just wrong. But it was bus crowd. It was the bus crowd. Taking a leak. <laughs> Bus was crowd that gets sports, off at was the, it the airport sports bar and hanging out, killing time? And it was like, <laughs> there's something really wrong with this airport. <laughs> this you vibe. went to the airport sports bar? We were making fun of it when we like, drove by. Sports bar. And was like, that's so sad. <laughs> that's pathetic. We've been there. When you're oh, at guys. the airport, at the hotel for the night, you don't live in town. I don't and know then, and then the bus crew shows up. No, you guys. important. That's good. Mm-hmm. I had to, uh, uh, last time I was in the airport was in Toronto and the Jets were playing opening game and I had to go get $10 margaritas at the bar if I wanted to keep watching the game. 
The guy didn't even ask me if he wanted the second one, and he just gave it to me. Yeah. No tip, I tells you. I tells you. Yeah, I'd spend like $22 to watch the African Jets game. I could get like in the stadium for that, in the arena for that much. I have a song that you need to queue up for the end of this one, Carter. What's it called? It's called You're Crazy for Taking the Bus by Jonathan <laughs> Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, a, so welf- a welfare gal and her drunk galoot and no one wearing a three-piece suit. You meet folks this way, you don't see flying. You take the plane, I'm taking the bus this time. <laughs> so, but here's the thing about buses. They aren't that cheap. Like, how much was your ticket? Oh, and they dinged me on luggage. Well, yeah, it did have a lot. You had a guitar and <laughs> two. You had basically, your, you know, you were, you were overseas for a year. Plus, you added the guitar, of course. Of course, they dinged you on luggage. Still. The, the luggage was more than the ticket. So how much did you pay total? Probably 100 bucks to take the bus. They probably all went out for steak dinners after that. Yeah, I remember doing the old uh, Perimeter Airlines back when I got the student rank. Never take like the Perimeter Airlines. Why, it was pretty cheap. Why, prop why, why, why? plane. Never fly in a prop plane. Never. Never. I will never fly. That's the whole reason I'm not going to Komodo Dragon Island next year. Because I refuse to get in a propeller plane that lands <laughs> on water. Nope. <laughs> nope. Those it doesn't have far to fall. <laughs> Pretty sure you're about 100 feet up. You're screwed. Did you have to? Why did you have to read the hatchet? The hatchet. What do you mean? Oh, I read no. the hatchet. Uh, oh. My my teacher thought I was uh, exceptionally gifted reader back yeah. in the day, yeah. and uh, I read the chapter. Yeah. The hatchet. When I was like yeah. grade one, it was pretty extreme. Yeah. yeah, I'd like some info from people if the hatchet has spread. Is it just like a French school thing? No, it was in Barker School Library. Okay. I know of the hatchet. Yes. Okay. There was like the hatchet two or something. Yeah, the same kid got into trouble again. I think it was on a fishing trip. Oh. Those things. Yeah, hatchet prop twice. plane crashes, pilot dead. Everybody, everyone dead, but little kid he has to survive. And all he has is a hatchet. Oh, in the Canadian North, I think he has to swim to the bottom of the lake and finds the hatchet in the plane, with the dead bodies. Holy crap! I don't know. I was like ten years old. Like six years old, freaked me out. We got to do a book review of the hatchet next week. We should all take it home and read it. Bet you it doesn't hold up. <laughs> you think? Because <laughs> we're grown ass men reading mm-hmm. kids' books. Some kids' books are good. Don't say Dr. Seuss. Everybody says Dr. Seuss. I'm sick of people saying Dr. Seuss is so good. Oh my God. Blah, blah. Shut up. It's good. We get it. Don't have to talk about it all the time. When I was in grade two or three, I read Jurassic Park, and I'm rereading it again. When you were grade so two, you read Jurassic Park, the 700-page yeah. book? Yeah, because the movie came out, and I read the book before the movie, and the movie came out in 92 or 93. But you were so, so smart as a kid. What happened? I don't know what happened. I just run the stupid podcast. Early bloomer. So, so back in the so it's really fun to read now because it's all about basically university administration and <laughs> DNA technology, which is kind of my degree in my work. <laughs> so back in the day, it was all like, um, uh, ooh, get to the dinosaurs already, right? So when's someone going to get eaten? And I was like, no, tell me more about this technology transfer office <laughs> and patents. So it's a totally different perspective, like 20 years later. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Also, Berenstein Bears mm-hmm. book are good. Mm-hmm. Well, a welfare gal and a drunk galoot And nobody wearing a three-piece suit You meet folks this way, just don't see why flying so, you take the plane, but I'll take the bus this time. Well, 
welfare gal and her drunken cuss And Pepsi cans rolling around the bus And newspapers and grit and you've got slime So you take the plane but I'll take the bus this time Where it's Salt Lake City, everybody off Salt Lake City, everybody off With Elko Wells and Reno down the line So you take the plane But I'll take the bus this time But Jonathan You're crazy for taking the bus Well, I'm crazy, so what's the fuss? Two whole days on that stinking bus Yes, and I sleep fine You take the plane, I'll take the bus this time Go, Donnie, tell him